0: the reason that we're here the reason that we i don't know the rest (laughs) go all
1: right so let me just get out the way andrew's voice is kind of raspy seems to have gotten better i i
0: I lost my voice yesterday we were supposed to record yesterday but i told johnny like i can't like my voice comes in and out in and out I, i i i don't i don't feel sick but I sound sick, if that makes sense. Like, I don't have the malaise or, like, the uh Like, uh. like I don't feel sick, but I know that I am because I can hear myself. And my voice is, like, raspy. Like, yesterday it was really bad. I sounded like freaking Lorath from Diablo. I'll talk will talk like this. Or, like, Sid from Final Fantasy VI T with, like, the that deep, like, Scottish like, accent. But now now I'm good. Now I'm, I,
1: now I'm better. I'm better. Not Brosnan. The guy before him. What's his name? for
0: 007 there's like three people before no oh, he's got
1: that voice dude sean connery yes yeah, yeah sean
0: connery is the first one and then there's like three more people roger moore timothy dalton um i've heard that there's like one guy who did one movie he did one spinoff and that was it and then it was finally pierce brosnan like in the 90s late 80s late 80s early 90s
1: yeah and as for me i think i'm gonna have to possibly get a root canal today so if I'm feeling off, it's because I've been away for like thirty plus hours.
0: Yeah. C- cannot fucking sleep. Fucking pain in the tooth. Two days ago, Johnny was like, I have a toothache. But that's it. He just said I had a toothache two days ago. Yeah, it was nothing. And then last And then this morning he calls and wakes me up at six in the morning He's like, like hey, Andrew, like, I need to I need to go to the dentist. <laughs> He's like I can't it's, Yeah, it's, I'm it's, like,
1: bro, I can't drive. I can't fucking think. I can't do shit.
0: This tooth is killing me.
1: Yeah, so Thankfully, he scooped me up, went to a doctor's, made an appointment, and we have like a four-hour gap, so we're doing the podcast now.
0: Yeah, so I was like, you know what, you're here, I'm here, we got nothing to do, we might as well do the podcast, and like, not to say like we're not gonna try our best, because of course, you know, we always we always bring our A-game, but um, if it sounds if it sounds like we're not into it, we are. It just tone and all that you know that stuff doesn't always translate well over digital so uh but we're here we have i'm excited we're gonna have some we have a couple of stories to talk about some good mostly bad stories but we have some good stuff to talk about
1: yeah also if uh if you hear like ice sloshing around it's because i gotta put that in my mouth constantly so (laughs) sorry guys i think andrew will take it out in the post
0: right uh i'll I'll do my best i'll do my best yeah Um, promises actually you know what give me five seconds of that sloshing right now Alright, that's good enough. Okay, I I can isolate that, and I'll try to do a blanket-like isolation for that. So, Alright, so with that out the way, we can start the podcast. (coughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Duo Sense Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Andrew Orozco, joined by the badger of the high desert, the self-proclaimed lost cause, because he is always down for the cause, never down for the count, the unnecessary one, the truth, is out there. I can't think right now. G- here's Johnny. Yeah, all all that. Also, if it sounds different, we're recording from my uh from my game room. We usually record at Johnny's, but we're recording from my game room today. So if the acoustics seem off. You know why? I, I need to put some sound dampening pads. I
1: don't hear any echo. I think this will be fine.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's an echo, but it might be sound different on mic. I'm not sure. I I, I have very flat blank walls, so there's a lot. There's, there might be some rever what is it rever reverberations. There's reverberations. There's gonna be there's flat surfaces for sound to bounce bounce off of. So uh, we'll keep that in mind. Uh, Johnny, let's get into it. We got three stories so far. Uh, possibly a fourth one if we get time to that one. Uh, let's go. Let's just go into the. Let's get start. Start with the bad. You want the good or the bad first, Johnny? Even good. You want good? You're All right. right. Okay. Well, I guess it depends on how you see this as good. Um, this comes from the Hollywood Reporter, written by Aaron Couch. I like that name, Couch. Aaron Couch sounds like a comfy name. It says Death Stranding movie in the works from A twenty four and Hideo Kojima. The best selling, artistically challenging video game Death Stranding is headed to the big screen with the help of its all-tour creator, Hideo Kojima. Indie studio A24 is developing a feature based on the 2019 video game, which was hailed as one of the most cinematic games of all time. It was also notable as an example of A-list actors embracing the genre, with Norman Reedus starring as Sam Porter, a man navigating a world torn apart by a cataclysm. Other stars include Mads Mikkelsen, Leia Sado, Guillermo del Toro, and Margaret Qualley? Mm-hmm. Qualley? Qualey I don't know that in quality. No casting or other creative news is known about the film version, according to A24. Quote, the film promises to delve into the mystery surrounding the apocalyptic event called the Death Stranding, which blurred the lines between life and death and brought forth nightmarish creatures into a world on the brink of collapse. End quote. Kojima was one of the gaming industry's most celebrated creators with his work known for pushing boundaries of the medium. After decades at Konami, with which included work on Metal Gear, he split with the gaming studio in twenty fifteen, with his Kojima productions becoming an independent entity. A twenty four was born into this world about ten years ago. Their presence is singular within the industry. They are like no other. The films they are delivering on the world to the world, I'm sorry, are high in quality and very innovative. I have been attracted to their creations and they have even inspired my own work, said Kojima in a statement. Quote Their innovative approach to storytelling aligns with what Kojima Productions has been doing for the last 8 years. Now, we are making a Death Stranding movie together. There are a lot of game adaptation films out there, but what we are creating is not just a direct translation of the game. The intention is that our audience will not only be fans of the games, but our film will be for anyone who loves cinema. We are creating a Death Stranding universe that has never been seen before, achievable only through the medium of film. It will be born. The game debuted in 2019 and sold 16 million copies for PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, and PC. The Death Stranding development comes at the end of a banner year for gaming adaptations. Super, Super Mario Brothers earned $1.36 billion globally, making it one of the top grossing films of the year. While on the small screen, HBO's The Last of Us became a prestige TV breakout and Emmy contender. And that's the end of that article. Johnny, do you think let ask you two different questions. Because you're familiar with the game than I am at this point. Do you think most or if not all the cast will return for the film itself?
1: No, most for sure. You think most of them will? That cast is amazing, dude. I hope they all sign back up.
0: Okay. I, I, I think it makes sense, too, just because, I mean... One, they've already done it, so they know those cha- they know those characters intimately. Mm-hmm. But two, they also get like a ch- another chance, another second like whack at it to kind of you know ex- I imagine expand or kind of develop their characters more in the game. Do most of those characters have like a actual like story arc where they learn something by the end of the game, like, or do they stay stat? Are they the same characters at the end of the game as they are in the beginning? I would say the former.
1: They, they're, they're they, pretty much the same characters you so know, when they don't, you meet they don't go
0: on like the, the journey the character journey kind of thing where they learn some profound lesson and they're better for it at the end not really
1: okay they do have like a tiny arc but for the most part <coughs> they're people that, that you meet and they just guide you through your your arc okay through uh, Sam Porter's arc
0: so I'm guessing he's probably the one who has the most to learn or the most to uh, the most space and time to develop right as a character no Oh,
1: he actually doesn't develop all that much. Oh, okay. Sam Porter is like, I don't know how old he is in the game, but it's not like a dude that's really going to change his, his ways or anything. Okay. Not that he has to even change his ways to begin mm-hmm. with. He's just like, oh shit, I got to do this thing. And he does it. And
0: he does learn some things because... So he's not like Joel from the Last of Us where he learns to like love a game kind of thing. No, not, you know? not that kind of work. No. Okay. All right. Uh, and then also... Is there, anything, is there any things you think are going to be hard to adapt to? Because I know, like, the game's very cinematic. Like, they mentioned in the article. It's, like, it's made from a very, like, film point of view. Like, is there certain things where, like, I wonder how they're going to adapt this to to film?
1: I don't think the cinematic part is going to be difficult. None of it. There's some really cool stuff. Like, there's a, I don't know, like, you see the far future stuff.
0: Like, are we just going to see a bunch of footprints all over the film? Like, just footprints all over the place? Yeah, I
1: think that'll be easy. easy. And then there's a lot of, like world war 2 scenery in the game too oh my god like air like air battles or stuff like
0: trenches Ooh, trench warfare
1: yeah okay uh that's all interesting like i I think visually it'll be easy to adapt i think the narrative is really tough though because you know kojima's stories are kind of convoluted and he's got so much going on at the same time he's got like he's got like the idea of strands bridges death what happens (laughs) to your body the craters, the explanation for all that, and then
0: really cool umbrellas.
1: Sort of on the side, he's got like this urine grenades. He's got this climate change thing going on mm-hmm. in in the narrative, and then like every person's character development, you know. Okay. So uh, it's just a lot to pack into a two-hour. You,
0: you know what the um, when I see the game like showcased, you know what the you know what the location reminds me of it looks like a, a lot like new zealand mm-hmm. like for like lord of the rings where it's just endless green and and like cliff and mountaintops just green and mountain mountaintops I'm pretty sure that's where you went. okay so i'm wondering if they're gonna do like the whole filming on location thing where like we're just gonna go to Z- new zealand and we're just gonna all right normally just just pr- just you know just walk around just prance around these uh fields and little hills and stuff and like we'll just get some b-roll and we'll work it in there we'll work it we'll work it in there somehow
1: I hope that's a major part to film on location. Man, I can't stand these fucking films. They just, every fucking second has to be packed with CGI. It's... You think he's going
0: to actually have to carry all those packages on his back? <laughs>
1: yeah, why not?
0: <laughs> like, the ta- like the, where the stack is like taller than him kind you of You know thing? what I do
1: want to see? There's a, there's Jeff Keeley. No, there's oh, a feature of Horizon Zero Dawn. The, uh, not, what is it called? The, uh, the tall neck? What the hell is it called? Big
0: neck. No, big, tall neck? It's yeah. a big
1: neck from Horizon, but yeah. it's a giraffe. Yeah. With the with the satellite dish, uh-huh. I want to see that little feature. I want to see all
0: the little Easter eggs. Well, we're supposed to g- wait. Does that show up in the game? Mm-hmm. In this, dist- oh, okay. Well, we know there's going to be a Horizon. Uh... It's a hologram. Oh, okay, okay. We know there's going to be a Horizon uh, Zero Dawn adaptation. I forgot if it's supposed to be TV or movie, but we're supposed to get one of those at some point in the near future. So I'm scared of that one. It could be cool. It could be cool. Uh, we're gonna take a quick ASMR break, Johnny. We're we gonna. Put this next to the mic and just listen to this right here. Nothing like a nice cold drink. Glug 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 glug. I'm just trying to get a sponsor. Seeing Johnny constantly drink makes me thirsty, so I'm drinking too. So, all right, I'm excited for this. Uh, do you think? people always say, like, should, like should you watch the, should you read the book before you do, watch the movie? Do you think I should play the game before I watch the movie, or should I just wait to watch the movie? Just play the game. Play the game. Yeah. All right. I'll see when I have a chance for that. Cause it's a long ass game, isn't it? Oh uh, no. It's like thirty hours. Nah. No. Less than that? I don't remember it thirty. Okay. All right. Let's go turn next story. Now that we got the good out of the way, let's do let's get the bad out of the way, Johnny. Uh. This one comes from IGN, written by George Yang. Uh, the Last of Us multiplayer game canceled. We'll focus on single-player games going forward. It says Naughty Dog has stopped development on The Last of Us Online, its troubled attempt to create an online version of the popular franchise. The studio says that it would have needed to pull all—I'm sorry—put all of its resources into post-launch content for years to come and that approach would have severely impacted its ability to develop future single-player games. Quote, We realize many of you have been anticipating news around the project, Johnny, that we've been calling The Last of Us Online. There's no easy way to say this. We made the incredibly difficult decision to stop development on that game, Naughty Dog said in a statement. The studio knew that fans of The Last of Us Faction's multiplayer community would be upset with the news and wanted to provide some context as to why it chose to stop development. The multiplayer team has been in pre-production with this game since we were working on The Last of Us Part Two, Crafting an experience we felt was unique and had tremendous potential, explained Naughty Dog. As the multiplayer team iterated on their concept for The Last of Us Online during this time, their vision crystallized, the gameplay got more refined and satisfying, and we were enthusiastic about the direction in which we were headed. In wrapping up to full production, the massive scope of our ambition became clear. To release and support The Last of Us Online, we'd have to put all our studio resources behind supporting post-launch content for years to come, severely impacting development on future single-player games. So, we had two paths in front of us. Become a solely live-service game studio, or continue to focus on single-player narrative games that have defined Naughty Dog's heritage. End quote. <coughs> Naughty Dog then went on to confirm that it has more than one ambitious brand-new single-player game that it's working on. However, the studio didn't reveal what they are at the moment. Back in May, Naughty Dog reportedly was scaling back on development of The Last of Us Online due to an internal review from Bungie. In October, Naughty Dog reportedly suffered a round of layoffs and that the multiplayer project was, quote, put on ice, end quote. Now, Naughty Dog has confirmed that it will no longer be working on the game, it will continue to go down the single-player path <coughs> Excuse me. that has shaped its legacy as a powerhouse within PlayStation's first-party studios. Naughty Dog's next release is The Last of Us Part Two Remastered, which is set to release on January 19th, 2024 for PS5. Johnny, when you've heard the news, how, how much did it hurt? How much did it hit you?
1: You kind did it, it was expected. There were internal rumors. You didn't, you didn't break down. Nah, no. I, I, it was kind of whatever. This, I was expecting it to like be canceled.
0: There was rumors that it was going to be canceled.
1: They're, like all oh, that whole statement is kind of um, they're they're explaining why they had to make that call, but it kind of <laughs> doesn't at the same time because when they're doing all like these massive multiplayer games, it's like that's what the studio is going to be dedicated yeah it
0: it seems weird like didn't you know that like when you it's a no
1: shit like yeah either you're gonna make single player games like you've always done (coughs) or the whole studio has to back this game for years and years to come Mm. so for them to say like oh we gotta choose we had to choose like that isn't that a decision you had to make from like five years ago six years ago
0: yeah it's like if i got up one morning and i started making a cake and then halfway through the cake, I'm like, you know what? Like, this is not take longer than I thought. Like, mm-hmm. This is going to be an all-day thing. I don't know if I want to do that. I'm like, I just abandoned the ingredients and the resources that went into making the cake, including the time that went into making the cake when I could have made something else. It's like, like, why didn't you guys realize that before? Or like, I guess my theory is kind of like, I think this did start off as like a factions mode where it was going to be like a one and done. And then maybe Bungie or Sony came in and said, like, no, like, we're gonna make this a live service game. And it's like, uh, we're not sure if we can scale it to that now. You know what I mean? I think maybe it did start off as like a as a one-time multiplayer mode. Kind think of like Uncharted. Like Uncharted's like multiplayer mode where it's like that didn't have like a season pass, right? It didn't have like constant changing goals every year of updating the content like
1: maybe naughty dog wanted to do what they always do which is drop a game drop multiplayer and then done yeah that's and right and
0: then
1: and then sony had this initiative of like we got to do multiplayer games we got to do always online games so why not take one of our biggest games and then make it exactly that and then naughty dog Maybe they got greedy and they're like, we're not going to let you take this multiplayer game for another studio to develop it. And then Naughty Dog was like, we'll just fucking do it ourselves. But they bit more than they could chew. Could have been that.
0: Mm-hmm. They said they said they weren't gonna take it. They're like, weren't going to take it. They're like, we're not going to take it. And so the whole project just like shifted out of their control.
1: Yeah, and I say that because that's what they did with, um, I think... Uh, <clears throat> some other studio was developing the remake for the last of us part one. Right. And then Naughty Dog was like, no, 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 no. We got to work on that shit. Yeah, that's
0: right. That was uh, the one that um, uh, Michael Mumbauer and his team were working on. And before they went off to do their own thing on the side, and became a, that's no moon. And then he left that and then created, um, oh shoot, Oh, that's right there. It's on the Lithos. Lithos is another company he made. Yeah. And so, yeah, 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 right. So they had that project taken from them and, yeah, so seems like Nine Dogs are very protective of its IP. They are very like on hands and they don't really half ass things, at least not traditionally, not up until now. So they're like, "You know what? Rather than trying to half ass two things, we're just going to whole ass one thing." And that's single player games. So It's kind of disappointing. It feels like a lot of wasted time, especially like when I, like, like it was just a few months ago that one of the directors was saying like, like 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 trust me, we're still working on this. We're still working on this. And I feel like Neil Druckmann very recently even said like, "Oh yeah, like we're still working on this." When, yeah, it, maybe, when it was on ice for a while, maybe
1: like four months ago.
0: Yeah, and they're like, you know what? Never mind. I mean, in a way, I'm, I, I'm kind of like conflicted. Where I'm like, they should have just finished it but at the same time. Like, man, like you guys could have been working on something different this whole time. And no, like,
1: but I'm sure they're still gonna flip the assets. They made the fucking environments and all the characters. They're just gonna toss it into the Last of Us Part Three. That's right. And it's gonna be a mess in multiplayer. It just won't be always online. Hopefully, hopefully. So, wait another... Wait, how long would that take?
0: <coughs> Two to three years, i guess. From now? Yeah. I'm guessing now we not know. I'm guessing three... Uh, yeah, I'm guessing three years. All right. All right, let's move on to our next story for this week. We're kind of going through these pretty quick. All right, next one comes from PC Gamer, written by Jody McGregor. Jody McGregor. Sounds like an MMA fighter. Jody McGregor. Oh, because I'm thinking of... Uh, Connor McGregor, that's why. Alright, it says Insomniac Games has reportedly been hacked with details of its upcoming Wolverine game included in the stolen data. As according to a report from CyberDaily.au, which I guess is like an Australian website, Insomniac Games, the studio behind the Spider-Man and Ratchet & Clank games, has been hacked by a ransomware group. The group, who calls themselves Residia, or Reseda, not sure which, provided proof that included a screenshot of Insomniac's upcoming Wolverine game, as well as character art for various Marvel-owned characters. More concerningly, the hack also includes scans of passports belonging to both current and former Insomniac employees. They include a personal document belonging to voice voice actor Yuri Lowenthal, who provides the voice of Spider-Man in Insomniac's games. Internal emails and other confidential documents were also part of the hack. Reseda has given Insomniac a week to pay their ransom, but have also begun an auction for the full set of data that begins at 50 Bitcoin, or U.S. $2.1 million. With just seven days on the clock, seize the opportunity to bid on exclusive, unique, and impressive data, Reseda reportedly wrote. Open your wallets and be ready to buy exclusive data. We sell only to one hand, no reselling. You will be the only owner. A spokesperson for Insomniac's owner, Sony, provided a public statement in response. Quote, We are aware of reports that Sony Games has been the victim of a cybersecurity attack. They said, "We are currently investigating this situation. We have no reason to believe that any other SIE or Sony divisions have been impacted." And there you go. That's that full uh, story, uh, Johnny. So recently, I don't think I, I haven't told you this actually, but uh, if you remember a couple was a couple months ago. There was like a bit. There was like kind of a Sony uh hacking um or playstation hacking a couple of weeks a couple of months ago i forgot how far ago and i actually was the victim of, of one of these because i it was thanksgiving day where we were we were heading to vegas mm-hmm. and i got like one of those emails saying like hey like we just had uh, an attempt or whatever like or someone just logged in from a device Using your account from like Malaysia, and I was like, "Oh crap!" I was like, "I don't even know." I'm like, "I'm not even in Malaysia," and like, "I don't." Need. So I I tried like some oh someone turned on two factor authorization from somewhere else in Malaysia, and I'm like, oh, "I don't even have two factor authorization." So I try to go into my account to like change it and stuff, and I couldn't because it was asking me for the two factor authorization. It was asking for um, uh, what's it called? One of those um apps. Where they do the thing to like uh, they send you like a code or something, mm-hmm. uh, authenticate or something like that. It was like one of those. I was like I don't even know what I don't even know what's under. So I couldn't even like change any of my information. I was like logged out on everything on the PS app on my on my PS five on everything. So I was in Vegas. I had to wait till I came back from Vegas the next day, and uh, I, I couldn't even log into the Netflix on my PS four because it was still signed under like under my account. So I had to contact. I had to actually email. Uh, at Sony proper like online and like hey like I got like I'm, I'm not even in Malaysia I've never even been to like that side of the world like like they could see on their end like my you know they asked for like my account and you know all the extra data I'm not gonna go into right now but other like proof of like that like, it's me right and I gave it to them and then they're like okay we well, disable two-factor authorization as soon as they did that I went in there got into my account changed the password changed the password and then enabled two-factor authorization for myself on my end and I think that should like take care of it because I changed the password, and the only person who changed the password is me at this point because I have the two fact actual proper two-factor authorization like on my end. Yeah. So uh, so this is a warning for all you people if you haven't changed your Sony accounts or PSN accounts recently, please do so now. Just 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 it takes like less than four minutes to do it. Go in there, change it. Enable two-factor authorization. Either have the one word it sends it to your phone or one of those authenticator apps where you can get, like, these backup codes. I wrote down all the backup codes. Like, if I ever have to get back into my account where I'm locked out, I have, like, I think, like, eight or not eight or ten, like, different backup codes that I can just put in, and that gets me back in there no matter what. So um, take care of that. Do that. Um, but back to this, to the Insomniac stuff. Uh, like, I'm always frustrated when hackers do stuff like this because I feel like they could be doing so much more good in the world, like... Why are you targeting video game companies when you can be going after banks and credit card institutions and government? I know the answer to why is probably they probably get killed or something. I don't know. Disappeared, if you want to say it like that. It's um, just really crappy when they go for, like, companies, like, entertainment companies. It's like, man, you guys could be using your skills for so much to better humanity or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, like the uh, Epstein flight logs. Get all that stuff, see who's actually... Flying, you know, the little black book list.
0: Where is that anyways? Didn't, like the secu- so, some court like lock it away or something like that? I think the FBI has the little black book <coughs> with all the names in it. And didn't he uh allegedly was, was it that Maxine lady right or somebody that like who was it that had like their, their cell watched for twenty four hours and like they just missed that they killed themselves or whatever? Epstein. Oh it was him, right? Yeah. That he had like twenty four hour guards and like he still managed to quote kill himself, unquote.
1: Yeah. The like guys they, were like,
0: oh, yeah, we don't know what happened. We were out here. And- the
1: cameras were off. The cells, I mean, the uh, the security guards didn't go to the cell to check up on him. I think they left, maybe they left the blanket. I don't remember the details, but <coughs> just just us, little details.
0: All right. Is that Maxine Lady so around or no?
1: Yeah, she's, she's the only thing. She's not out. I think she's in prison.
0: Yeah. But uh, anyways, so. She
1: has this, I don't know if you've seen it, but there's this. Oh, no, it's not from her. There's a, there's like one of the victims from Epstein drew this picture, and it's got all these interesting people in it. Mm. You should look it up later. But you can just type in Epstein's victim painting. It should, it should show up. It's it? got like very powerful people in it, and it's kind of psychedelic. Is, it, is it Epstein's what? People. Try what? Epstein's victim
0: painting. Victim. Painting. I'm doing it right now because this is one of those rare situations where I actually have two different screens to use, one for recording and one for uh, one for actually doing other stuff on the side. Uh, it should be kind of Yeah, that's the one. That one's weird. It looks really weird. I see... I'm trying to see if there's any familiar faces. I see like Bezos. That was like Jeff Bezos on the bottom. Yeah. Jeff Bezos. Uh there's like a bunch of people. Some of them are harder to tell. That looks like Rudy Giuliani. I'm not sure if that's him or not. Mm-hmm. That looks like Giuliani. Just because his face is he's very bald and shiny. But it's kind Bill of,
1: Clinton. It's kind of whimsical. That it's looks like, like Trump
0: with really long hair. Uh huh. Like it's like forward. It's weird. There's a bunch of women I don't recognize. I don't recognize any of these women. I think that looks nah, that's like one of those no, I don't know who that is in her mind. But like yeah, oh, that's the Benjamin. What's his name? The Israeli guy, right? Uh, Netanyahu. Net? There you go. I can never pronounce his name. Okay, I do recognize some of these people. It was really weird. Yeah, there's an octopus in the sky. I think that's Elon Musk in the sky too. Not sure that's Elon or someone who looks like Elon. There's an octopus in the. Really weird. Really weird. Uh, kind of disturbing actually. And I'm starting to, like, more. I look at it. There's more animals, like half people, half animals thing going on. Mm-hmm. Very disturbing. But um. Anyways so back to the that's hacking hackers. back to the hackers so they ha- they hacked insomniac revealed that's that's not cool putting out passport information internal emails i haven't looked at any of the emails i don't know what any of the stuff is but um from what i understand trying to do ransomware rarely gets anywhere most companies are not really willing to negotiate they're ra- they rather just let stuff uh leak than to pay for it because like for most people who don't know, like if you pay hackers or whatever, you pay the, you pay the ransomware. They'll try. It. Sometimes they'll come be like, okay, now we want more money to keep. keep they keep they they keep the the carrot dangling, and just try to get more and more out of you. So it's better to not even pay them at all and just let them do what they're gonna do. Um, but yeah, that sucks for Insomniac. I don't know. Sony's. I feel like their studios and themselves they're very prone to this thing kind of happening. I don't know. If they're not. They don't have like Norton v Norton antivirus or what. But like, I feel like. Out of the big three, PlayStation yeah. gets hacked like way more often than it probably should. So, uh, whoever, I imagine they have like a security team or some digital forensics team that like really needs to step up their game over there. Or, um, I don't know, figure, get your guys' to act together, get your, get your life together over there. So, uh, Johnny, you have anything? I found this interesting. It's like they want 50 Bitcoin. And of course, because we know because Bitcoin can't, it's like it's almost like non traceable, right? There's no like paper trail really, but. Yep. Uh, I, that's that's crazy to me that 50 Bitcoin is worth $2 million. Yeah. That's my major takeaway from this is that 50 Bitcoin is $2 I remember I was reading. Did you read that article about that guy who paid for a pizza with Bitcoin?
1: Oh, yeah. He paid a ton.
0: Like it was like 12 or 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. He, he bought a pizza with I think it was like 40 Bitcoin or something like that. And then I saw someone do like the math at the time that like now like 40 Bitcoin would be like some obscene amount of money or something like that. Yeah, currently I think the price for
1: Bitcoin is forty-one thousand.
0: That's crazy. That'd be a very expensive pizza nowadays. Or whoever accepted that pizza, whoever accepted that payment, I hope they kept the money. Then kept the bitcoins, or I don't know. I wish I knew more about that digital wallet stuff, but it's, it's beyond my grasp. So, all right, let's go ahead and hold up. All right, so that's the end of our stories uh, for this week. Last of Us multiplayer canceled. Death Stranding movie in the works, and getting hacked. And uh, I think that's it. I mean, I don't know if you consider it a story, but like you know, um, more people online. Oh wait, there was another story about the. Um, oh wait, no, we already talked about that about the game awards and the, the reaction to that online. Everybody being upset about not having enough time. Uh, so let's just go into it, Johnny. What are what have you been playing this past mm, week and one day, about eight days? What have you been nope. up to? Nothing new, no new games. Oh, I did get to try. I was at. I was at. We went to my wife's parents' house,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and her brother. He put the new update. He well, I guess uh, he didn't put it, but like the Fortnite got the update. And I got to play that music, the rock band kind of uh, mode, whatever you want to call it. It's not a rock band, but like, uh, I mean, basically, it is rock band. You're playing Guitar Hero kind of, with, just with a control, the regular D pad controller. Yeah. And uh, we did uh, some One Republic. We played some One Republic. Uh, I'm sure you know them, the guys, the 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 shooting. You know, Shooting Stars. You know that song. The you no, know, take that money, watch it burn. These are the lessons oh, okay. I learned. They're the ones who do the 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 song for Top Gun Maverick, the I don't know what you've been told. No, I don't know. Oh, okay, well they have some songs on that new mode. Um, also, what's their names? The ones that do the Radioactive, Radioactive. Oh, Imagine Dragons. There you go. I think. Wait, wasn't Imagine Dragons? Oh no, The Weekend. The Weekend. The Weekend has some songs on there. Mm-hmm. So we did. Is uh, it as good
1: as the classic? Ooh, games?
0: I'm blinded by the light
1: is it as good as a classic games.
0: No, cuz we don't have the guitar controller. We're using the regular like PlayStation the regular PS5 controller. So yeah. it's not as immersive. Um the rules the the way like the game works is the same like there's like multipliers where like if you keep a streak going, you build up your multiplier. Mm-hmm. Um keep your streak going long enough and you get like a uh a, like a bar that fills up that allows you to then when you activate the bar with the R2 button it doubles all your points for like a limited amount until the bar runs out so that's like the star power and Guitar Hero kind of like the star, the overdrive in Rock Band I think it's called overdrive here too Um, but a lot of people are pointing out a lot like it's just it's just basically you're just taking what's already been established by Rock Band and all that and just throwing it in Fortnite and Fortnite's been accused of doing stuff like that too with other kind of like multi like limited time like multiplayer modes didn't didn't they do like a prop hunt version too for a while like Call of Duty did prop hunt? yeah I don't know what that is Okay, Prop Hunt's like where you disguise yourself as a part of the environment you just try to survive for a certain amount of time. Uh, they've done other, they've done other, what was not the one they were accused for a while and people were pissed off? Was it when they copied the, uh, what was that game with the portals? When you would go through the portals and you show up somewhere else, do you remember that one? Portal. No, not portal. It's like portal, but it was called something else. Um, I can't remember what it's called. But they've been accused of copying, like, whatever's hot at the moment, right? That's, a, I think, for Fortnite. Uh-huh. Um uh, we couldn't we couldn't try the lego minecraft because that lego fortnite mode because it kept telling us to select a world but it was like grayed out
1: you have to make it
0: yeah okay is that you what you just, just start
1: your own world yeah.
0: okay i we couldn't figure that out it wasn't very clear on explaining like how you do that so we kind of just thought like okay maybe the lobbies are just overrun or something actually i forgot i don't know if i talked about this last time but
1: i, I tried some of it you know just so i could talk about it on the pod did you try the racing mode? The racing mode is all right. It's very generic. But it's not bad for just the beginning of it, you know? Uh, the Lego stuff is cool. Because all your, all your skins transfer over for, for Lego stuff. Uh, I made like a like a little car, put engines in it. And then I I flipped the switch. But the thing is, it has like no turning. Because it was super rudimentary. And I just lost it. Mm. Uh, people are making some crazy stuff. Like they're making trains. They're making like little blimps. Uh, one guy made a... Uh, what is it called in Star Wars? The Star Destroyer, the
0: triangle the, one. Yeah, yeah, it's Star
1: Destroyer. Yeah, some dude made that thing. Did it fly. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm making crazy stuff there. Um But yeah, uh, I I stopped because there's like this game-breaking bug, where when you go and you build the town, right? Like you set plop, you put a flag, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put beds here. I'm gonna keep building it out. You can do that. And you can do it multiple times, but it just all of a sudden I I died somewhere and then it spawned me like in the middle of the ocean. What? Yeah, it didn't spawn me back to my place. So I was like, I'm not doing this shit again. Um
0: I like that weird like echo effect when you're talking directly into the water bottle. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's just like you're like under underwater or something.
1: So I was like, they either fix this glitch or that's the end of it. And well that's it. Like that's it. So the um, thing is like you can run all the other way across the map right <laughs> and running two t- two tiles like takes a long fucking time mm-hmm. and the place that it teleported me to is like five tiles below I'm like I'm not gonna run back to my shit
0: so yeah that that sounds like the issues in minecraft like when you die and if you die far away from your base you lose all you lose like all the stuff you're carrying on you mm-hmm and then you're like, you go back, to, it tells, isn't not respond you right there, it responds you at your base, wherever you last slept or whatever. And you're like, I have no idea how to get back to where I was. I was like so far away. Like, I don't even, like, I don't even recognize the vegetation of where I was. So you're like, you're just like, you missed out on all that crap you were carrying with you. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. Um. So I have still been playing uh, Fallout 76, uh, having an amazing time with that. It runs so much better now on PS5, it got like, the, it got the 60 frames, uh, update a couple months ago um i'm surprised i'm just amazed at bethesda continues to support this game because they just put out a new expansion i i don't know if it's for free i'm gonna look that up right now but they just added atlantic city to the game like the actual atlantic city and so like now there's like new creatures new monsters there's like a new like casino there's a new region basically of the game uh to explore which is super cool. And they've been supporting the game for a while. They keep adding new stuff, new... Uh, you can go to Pittsburgh now. You can go to the pit to do expeditions. Um, I'm looking it up right now because I'm curious. It says here, Atlantic City, also known simply as Fallout 76, Atlantic City is the 17th major update for Fallout 76. Uh, it was receded, It was preceded by Once in a Blue Moon. It will be released in two, up, two ways of the updates, the first of which, uh, Boardwalk Paradise, released December 5th, and the second update, America's Playground, released in March 2024. It features the eponymous Atlantic City in the second expedition for the game. Uh, introduce, yeah, it yeah, introduces Atlantic City. via two new expedition missions, we'll open exploration of Atlantic City, and three new main quests within it. Um, so they've been supporting this. I'm, I haven't gotten into that part of the game yet. Yeah. I'm still doing like the main game. But I'm looking forward to like going beyond just the base game. But I still have to pass the base game on PS5 because I beat the base game on xbox but it doesn't transfer over or at least i don't know how to make that work so i'm kind of doing the game all over again trying to get the trophies and everything and uh yeah i mean in the meantime while i while we wait for the next fallout the main next mainline fallout it's a nice kind of little appetizer i guess you could say um it's not as good as a traditional fallout game but if you like like exploration of post apocalyptic America, like it's it's it kind of scratches that itch. Um, the game runs really well. People are super friendly. The online community is very friendly. Each world, though, as big as each world is, there's only like maybe 15 people per server. So like when you when you come across somebody in the in the wild, it's like a special thing. Like they'll usually do like emo, emotes at you like to be like friendly. Uh, if there's like a huge level disparity, like I'm at level 15 right now. And they're, like, some people are level 200, 300, whatever. Like, they'll sometimes, like... They'll just drop you, like, a whole bunch of loot. Like, they'll just, like, carry... Whatever crap they're carrying that they don't need, they'll just drop, like, all these, like, high-level weapons. Like It's, like, high-level for you, low-level for them.
1: You gotta carry them? Is it, like, uh diablo you're just carrying around something that's like 10 levels and i'm like i'm gonna use this eventually yeah yeah
0: or i just i just put it in like in storage yeah. that's what
1: i'm saying like yeah. you it's valuable but you can't use it at that moment. yeah
0: i have like all these assault rifles and i'm like i can't use them until like i'm level 30 i'm like i i'm just i can't i'm just gonna put them in storage because there's no point in carrying all this weight
1: yeah
0: uh and it's cool there's like the level scaling so like you can join them on like little like casual missions or side quests and like the enemies are not too strong for you, but they're also, like, not too weak for them. Like, there's that level scaling. Kind of like when you're playing Diablo, right? Like, where, like, it, it knows where you are, so you're not, like... So one person isn't just carrying the entire team, right? Yeah. And so it's cool. The level scaling is really cool. Uh, like I said, it runs very well. I haven't had any major, like, bugs or anything. And this game has been out for, what, like, since 2018, I want to say? So it's had five years to get, like, polished over and over and over um, I'm still finding things that I missed from my previous playthroughs. Like I found like this new uh, part of uh, of the Capitol building in uh, in um, what you call it, in Appala- Appalachia. I don't know how you say it. Appalachia. Appalachia. I say Appalachia, but um, it, it's cool because you'll find like side quests. Like right now, I was doing this side quest where um, this latest side quest. It was in the base game before, but I just completely missed it. And it involves over this legend of something called the Sheep Squatch, mm-hmm. which is like a People from before the war reported rumors of a sheep squatch of like a it's like they go Sasquatch as a sheep basically, and then later now like now after the bombs after the ap- apocalypse and the nuclear war and all that like like people are still reporting rumors of a sheep squatch and like there's actual quests, like quests that quest involves into investigating the rumors, and then like I'm not gonna spoil the whole thing but like. You find like uh like oh like this taxidermy place has like a secret like bookcase you open there's like a whole lair, like a whole dungeon behind it. And like there's more clues about the sheep squash identity and stuff. It's really cool. It's it's like it it delves into like that cheesy like fifties, sixties Americana like comics, like like Tales of Suspense and like uh like Beware the Sheep Squatch. Like it's very Americana corny that's like fallout's all aesthetic is like that you know like uh like the roller skating you know women come up to your car and stuff like fallout just has that that nostalgia for that era that you never even knew like I, I didn't live through the 50s i was born in 1990 but like it has like that retro like here's the tv dinners the exaggerated TVs supposedly give off radiation like you know what i mean it's just like that night it's like that 1950s era um, I, what you what some would call the? Um, I'm trying to remember the term, but it's like the part of America that started prospering after World War II, basically. Where like now we can have all this money, we have all this production, we can like make all this. Like we're, America's like this is like the golden age, is like that 1950s kind of that pride of capitalism. And then like you see, like, you, I've talked about this before, but you see like the propaganda posters about like beware the red menace and like it's it's just really. Fallout's very special to me. I just I love the world. I love this alternate U.S. this alternate America history, and it's cool. Fallout seventy six is cool. Uh, it does feel empty at times. Of course, it's MMO, so it feels empty and stuff. Like like you the NPCs are just NPCs. There's not that many of them because the, the lore is that most people left Appalachia. Now you see more human NPCs in the game because supposedly like people are coming back in the world to uh, find treasure. There's like a rumor of a treasure kind of thing. So there's So they started adding more human NPCs because that was one of the major complaints when the game came out. Is like there's only robots. Like there are no other humans really to interact with. So they kind of started fixing that. And uh, so yeah, I'm playing Fallout 76. Very excited, of course, for the show coming out next year. Um, So I'm also I think I'm just kind of I think because of the show or the announcement show I went back to Fallout 76. I kind of wanted like I wanted to get like immersed in that world again and get back into. something to tide me over until the show comes out you know so uh so yeah that's all i've been playing really uh one of my friends actually uh lent me his copy of zelda tears oh, of the kingdom okay. um a game that i normally would not buy by my on my own because i'm just not a big zelda that fan.
1: actually looks great every time i i look at like some let's play content uh-huh. they're making these weird like mechanisms like you could tell, it's I don't know how do you describe it. Like you could reference this random thing to this other. thing. I'm surprised that whole
0: game fits in this little tiny little cartridge. Like it's like, a, you see how big the game is, how big the game world is, and like like it just amazes me that it fits on this little tiny chip thing. Like it's kind of cool. I haven't played it yet. I haven't not started. I just he lent it to me like two days ago. Um, so I want to play it when we're on vacation. When I go away for two weeks, I'm um, taking my Switch with me i want to take my Mio Mini Plus, which is like a game emulation device. It does Game Boy. does Nintendo up to PS1. So actually, I need to replace the garbage uh, memory card it comes with because it's like a no name, no brand. It just has 64 gigs. And I heard like these are prone to messing up. So I actually bought uh, for part of Black Friday, I bought this expanded uh, 128 uh, micro SD. It was like 10 bucks, which is yeah, pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. Um so I'm going to transfer all that stuff. I want to load up PS1 ROMs and a bunch of stuff so I have stuff to play while I'm gone. Um so I'm excited. I'm looking forward to that. But uh yeah, so I'll, I mean I always try to play every year's Game of the Year nominees. I try really hard but I, I miss out sometimes. I I still haven't played I still haven't finished um uh, I even started Alan Wake 2. I haven't even started Mario Wonder. So um yeah, that's what I'm going to do with the next few weeks we have off and that's about it johnny did you have anything else you want to talk about or add
1: Uh actually i'm excited for the next pod because the next pod will be the holiday <coughs> pod
0: yeah we were supposed to do that one today but uh johnny forgot his notes at home because he didn't know we were gonna... well i
1: have my notes but that's a really fun topic for me and i don't want to do it like under the condition i'm in right now
0: okay you, you don't know want to...
1: like my memory's like way too shoddy and all You want to
0: give it the fool johnny
1: Exactly. So next week is gonna be the Christmas theme where we discuss like our favorite video games revolving Christmas. And also we'll discuss <coughs> the most disappointing games of twenty twenty three. Oof. So it'll be like
0: You've I mean, heard you've heard the good, now I hear the bad.
1: Yeah, so there'll be like personal disappointments. Like I played this and I think I didn't think the mechanics were all that great. That that type of thing, right? The biggest letdown. And then also like Andrew's thing is is Starfield. It's not a disappointment for him, but he's disappointed that he didn't get any awards.
0: Mm, so absolutely. So that'll be the next part. Yeah. Uh, in that case, because I'm also um, you're hearing listening to me cough, I'm kind of under the weather too. So I think I think at this point we're just going to go ahead and just wrap it up, uh, Duh. ladies and gentlemen. If you made it this far, well, it doesn't take too much effort to make it this far this week because it's not a super long episode. So uh, so you get you get a participation. Points participation claps for getting to the end. I'm just messing around. Get a bronze trophy. You get a, you get a bronze uh, participation. You know we don't want anyone to feel bad, so we're just messing around, messing around. If you, we're gonna give you an extra week now. You got an extra extension now because of Johnny. Extra extension to if you want to add your own personal uh, disappointments of this year, or you want to contribute to our holiday. Uh, memorable Christmas stories or um, just video games that revolve around Christmas, maybe New Year's too while we're at it, throw them, throw them together. Uh, you can reach us again at duosensepodcast at yahoo.com. Again, that is duosensepodcast, one word, at yahoo.com. You can also reach us at duosense P on Twitter. I'm starting to use that account more. Actually, I'm actually starting to post and comment and engage with other people using the duosense podcast, um, the duosense Twitter account. I'm sorry, X. Sorry, I keep forgetting. X account. Uh, you can reach us at DuoSenseP on there. Uh, I'm a little more active with it, so uh, we got, we're got we starting to get a few more followers on that account, so uh, be aware. I also did... Um, I've done a couple shows since last time. I did... Uh, one of my friends, Alexis, had me on uh, for... We did her pod about the Scott Pilgrim Netflix TV show, which I watched. Eight episodes long. 27 minutes each so you can i like, out the whole thing in the evening it's like four, less than four hours long when you put it all together uh really good show really good show you can check out our our uh, analysis of that if you want over at the uh uh i forget the name it's called the tv party tonight that's the name of the show tv party tonight uh you can find it on spotify i know for sure it's on spotify i imagine it's on other because i saw it on spotify you know what i might just throw that into the description for this uh the metadata description for this uh episode so uh check me out there if you would like if you have again if you want or if you just want to tell johnny you want to give him some tips i already told johnny i'm like if you have a toothache best way to sleep is elevate your head elevate your head don't lay flat because then the blood rushes to your head and you know inflames further inflames and swells up the uh the nerves in your teeth um, elevate your head although by this time maybe this week he might be cured so who knows but uh Johnny's giving you guys advice about red lights and green lights and blue lights for your balls and all that. So mm-hmm. now's the time to pay it forward. I told him garlic. Garlic is good for that too. Antibiotics. Uh, he's drinking a lot of ice water to numb his mouth. And I kind of feel bad. Honestly, I feel bad for you, Johnny. Cause like
1: you've seen how many sips I got to take, right? how
0: many sips you do. And it keeps interrupting your comments and like, you're just like, and there you go. There you go again. Yeah. He's taking another swig of the ice water uh, to just to numb the pain. And it's like, jesus so uh so yeah after we're done with this we're gonna we still have a little bit of time then we're gonna take him back get uh see what the dentist will tell him and hopefully i doubt it I, i don't think he's gonna get the procedure done today but they will give you something to combat the pain so you'll be able to sleep for the rest of the next few days so uh they'll give you like something to deal with the pain in the meantime and you'll be you'll be just as fine as long as you stick to the schedule so all right ladies and gentlemen thank you again for joining us uh, we look forward to next week. Is our last episode of the year? Uh, I am going to be gone for two weeks. Like I forgot which week in January to come back, but um, well, for sure we should have a pod about this time next month. We should, yeah, we'll have one under our belt this time next month. So you guys enjoy your holidays. Get your beloved your loved ones. Oh, did you see that thing where like the was it the Xbox Series S was like one hundred and fifty bucks? I think, was it at Costco? The Series S, though, was like $150 at Costco, which is insane when you think about it. Um, Really good deal. So if you guys want to get... That's literally the cheapest entry point to current gaming, the current (laughs) gen of gaming. $150 for the Xbox Series S. All digital, though, so you can't buy games. You can't buy physical games for it. Basically, it's just a Game Pass machine. so. So there you go. All right, Johnny. Any last words before we close out? Let's wrap it up. All right. Like, uh, just like Jeff, just like the game awards, wrap it up. We're going to start playing the wrap it up music at the end. I'm just playing. All right. See you guys next week. Peace.